Hi guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Muslim Investor Podcast, a podcast where we talk money, wealth creation and investing under the lens of Islam. But today I wanted to talk about financial health, right? As a medic, <laughs> I think about health all the time. I learn about health, how to improve it, um, and all of that. But then as a person, as someone who who has a life beyond medicine, I think about all aspects of living as well. So I was thinking about financial health and how individuals can personally improve upon our financial health, right? When you talk about health, the World Health Organization actually um, defines health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. But I personally want to add that health is not just a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, but also we have to chip in um, financial well-being. And when you think on it, you realize that finance affects every single aspect of um, health. So it affects our physical health, it affects our mental health, and definitely affects our social well-being as well. When we come to physical health, lack of money, um, or let's say poverty, actually, can mean that people or a person may not have access to a balanced diet or may not have access to portable drinking water, hygiene. And all these things affect physical health, like very drastically. Um, Lack of good nutrition can lead to certain diseases, especially in children. Um, When it comes to mental health, um, the fact that you can't even afford um, hospital bills or you can't afford um, good housing, can affect a person's mental health then basic therapy if you want to speak to a psychotherapist and you don't have the money to do that this will definitely um, affect your mental health and all this thing all these things be like turn us into a vicious cycle where the poverty makes your health worse and you're like it keeps on going on and on and on keeps on getting worse and worse and worse till the unfortunate happens with the social well-being personally i am someone who likes to travel i like traveling taking trips with friends and all of that so let's say i want to go to jamaica i do want to go to jamaica in the future with friends right and i'm at a point in my life where i may not be able to afford the trip and all my friends are geared towards it are prepared and all of that all these things the fact that i do not have money means that like i'll not be able to socialize with my friends and this definitely is an example of it affecting social well-being Right, so what is financial health? Let's get right to it. Financial health is a term used to describe the state of one's personal monetary affairs. So even though, like, when we talk poverty, 
it's definitely a systemic issue, right? Um, governments and its policies and all of that can put things in place to help individuals improve on their health and financial health in general. But as an individual, there are some things you can also do to help yourself financially. One being improving your financial literacy. You need to learn about money. I know we deal with money like on a daily basis and you think, oh, maybe because I deal with money, I see people doing business or I'm a business person. I mean, to business, I buy and sell and all of that. So there's no need to learn about money. But <laughs> believe you me, there's so much to learn about money and finance. So there are many like aspects to financial health, and mostly about savings, um, retirement. You know, recently it came into the news about um, Ghana's retirees almost losing their retirement. And you know how devastating that would have been to a lot of people and how much um, income you are making and what percentage of your income you are spending on expensive, the necessary ones and the unnecessary ones too as well. So how do you personally measure your financial health? So to get like a better understanding of your personal financial health, it might help you to ask yourself some questions which so it's like yeah a self-assessment kind of thing so some of the questions include how prepared are you for unexpected events do you have an emergency fund so an emergency fund is like you saving or putting down some amount of money that can cover your living expenses up to three to six months right that's what the experts um advise Personally, um, I think I completed house job in November. And so for the past six months, I was actually dependent on my emergency funds. Emergency funds are life-saving, I must say. Um, right now, I'm looking forward to earning again so that I can start saving more for my emergency funds. What is your net worth? Is it positive or negative? So with your net worth, I think I discussed it in previous episodes where you um, look at all your assets, anything that is bringing you money, whether your side hustle, whether your investments, savings and all of that. And then you subtract your debts from it and that will be your net worth. Do you have the things you need in life? and how about the things you want in life personally i need um housing well i'm fortunate to have my dad who has a house that i live in um i need um better access to health care i need what do i need i need an income which is i'm working on it which is coming soon but then what things do I want in life? I think I don't have like 90% of the things I want in life. I want to travel, right? I want to not have to work, 
right? Those are some of the things I want in life. Are you actually or actively saving for retirement? I am. I have um, involved in the government's um, pension scheme, the SNIT. I have also started um, investing, but I would like to invest more. God willing, it will happen. Do you feel like you're on track to meet your long-term goals? What are some of your long-term goals? My long-term goal is to relocate to another country and spend my life living as a nomad, writing, publishing books. I hope it works out. But if it doesn't, to my options are just to <laughs> stop working at some point in my life and focus more on living. So I'm nowhere near that. Do you have enough insurance coverage? Health insurance, we know, even though. Um, Ghana has this health insurance scheme, but it doesn't really pay for like 90% of your needs when it comes to health. Right? And do you have life insurance? For Muslims, um, there are some limitations when it comes to insurance. But then, if you are non-Muslim, life insurance is one of the best things you can do, especially if you have dependents. So that if, God forbid, if something happens to you, then your dependents can fall back on something in the meantime whilst they find their feet. So how do you determine like your financial health after asking yourself all these questions? So it can be measured in a number of ways. You can look at your savings and then your overall net worth. And the, uh, which represents the monetary resources at your disposal for current or future use. Right. So like I was saying about the emergency funds, it's something that's in case of encasement. <laughs> that's something we see. Um, so your financial health can be affected by the debt you are in. So some people who take student loans, um, credit cards or mortgages, or even take a loan from someone or to buy a car from banks especially, you know, with the interest rates and the hiking of the interest rates. So these things can affect your financial health. Financial health is not something that is stagnant. So currently my financial health is in the low. I personally would consider it to be low. But then I am hopeful that in the coming few years, it will be on the better side of stuff. And, you know, the last one of the episodes, I don't remember which one, I talked about inflation. So inflation is like, can eat into your financial health, can affect your financial health big time. You know how usually salaries don't increase according to inflation? Salaries do not, like, your employer does not care about what goes on in inflation. Their employer just wants to make money. 
right? But then you realize that you're earning the same amount of money you were earning two years ago. But then inflation has gone up 54%. So, like, the value of your money has reduced by 54%. The things you could buy um, two years ago, you can't even afford half of it now with the same amount of money. Do you get it? So that's why there are, there are things that you need to do to um, improve your financial health. What are some of the things that you can personally do? My important ones are get an emergency fund that save, 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 save. Save um, enough money to cover your living expenses for three to six months. Then save to invest too as well, right? Um, with the other stuff, budget. So you need to create a budget. It's not like enough just to plan for where like you'll be spending your money when you budget. But you look at the things you are already spending on, right? One of the mistakes I did um, in university was not budgeting. And so I was almost always running out of money, living beyond my means and all of that. And make sure that as you are budgeting, you don't go beyond it, even if you earn more income, so that the extra income that you'll be earning will be going into your, to your savings, your emergency funds, and your investments. So you get to the point where you are comfortable enough to like improve on your lifestyle pay down your debt if that is if you have any debt so if you have any debts that especially the high interest ones try as much as possible to pay them in as much as you are saving and investing don't um stop saving and investing because you have debt Try as much as possible to do all these things together. And when paying your debts, you pay... Well, there are types of um, payments that you would like to choose. Some people are comfortable paying their high-interest ones or the bigger one first, which is like the avalanche type. Some are also comfortable doing the snowball, whereas you pay the smallest debt first, then you work your way up. So some some tips for you for your for improving your financial health automate your bill pay and savings this is something I did when I was um, investing in a company I was doing um, they gave me the opportunity to pay in installments so what I did was as I was receiving my salary I went to my bank and gave them an instruction to pay a certain amount of money every month into that company's account and when it happened I got an alert and then I alerted the company where they also cross-checked and confirmed if I hadn't done that I don't think I would have stayed consistent with paying them so when I do start getting a steady income I plan on automating um, like my money again so that when my income hits my account the first thing it does it will be to go into my savings or emergency fund accounts and to also um, i also create an account for investments where i will 
put money there and when it's up to where I want to use to invest, then I'll use it for investing. Or when I finally create an investment account, which we haven't really talked much about investing, but we will get there. I would link my investment account to my um, account where like my income is coming into. So that immediately money hits my account, it goes straight to my investment account. Then I invest in whatever I want to invest in. Always try to budget. I think budgeting is a lifesaver. Even though you think it is time consuming, it is time consuming and annoying, but it will save you a ton. And invest early and often. I think another mistake I did, especially not learning early enough about money and stuff like that, was not investing early and often. And that is a mistake I am currently correcting. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I have spoken for 17 minutes. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, like, and share. Apparently, it makes um, others or it makes it easier for other people to find um, the podcast. Thank you. See you next week. Bye.